the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show on 94.5 in Dayton, 98.9 in Columbus. Glad to have you along. Catch the podcast. You can check out the show. Take it with you wherever you go. iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com apps. Go to the podcast or either site, TheAnswerDayton.com, 989TheAnswer.com. Click on podcasts and you will find the show uh, broken up into half-hour segments. Easy, with commercials removed. Uh, we talk a lot about the State House here on the show and what's going on at the State House. And there's a battle raging over whether or not there will be a special election to raise to 60% the bar at which people who want to amend the Ohio Constitution would have to get over that bar instead of just a majority plus one vote. Uh, Rob Walgate, American Policy Roundtable, aproundtable.org, is uh, interested in this issue, and he joins us now. Rob, great to have you on the show. Thanks for your time today. Hey, Bruce. Thanks for having me. All right. So you and I are uh, often in agreement, occasionally in disagreement, and uh, you have thoughts. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Occasionally yeah. in disagreement. That's yeah. usually sports topics, though, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, although I, you know, look, I, I'm falling, I realize now, after talking uh, with you last week, maybe falling for a banana in the tailpipe, if you'll excuse the dated Beverly Hills cop reference, in that the reason why it seems to me people like Frank LaRose, Secretary of State, are pushing for this 60% threshold to amend the Ohio Constitution, is they want to make it harder for Democrats in the state of Ohio to get a constitutional amendment allowing abortion. Let's just start there. Am I reading that right? I think you're reading that correctly, um, because they're making the claim that it's too easy to amend the Ohio Constitution, and I would argue that it's not too easy to amend the Ohio Constitution. I mean, it takes a lot of time, energy, effort, and money. Just to get 400-some-odd thousand ballot signatures across the state of Ohio um, to get on the ballot, uh, that <laughs> it's not easy. Our organization has done it multiple times. So I think that you're safe to say the reason for the push right now in the immediate action for them to try and get it on the August ballot is because of um, ACLU, Planned Parenthood, and others, abortion docs that are trying to get an abortion amendment on in the November ballot. Right. And here's the danger, is that when you do something, and I'm not averse to Republicans using their power. I mean, there's a reason why they have power, because the state of Ohio, the voters of the state of Ohio have given them power. I'm not averse to them using their power. I wish they would use their power on universal school choice. But... When you use power, you have to be sure that that power cannot be used against you later on down the road for something you didn't see coming. And that <laughs> might be what you see that I don't see with this effort. Am I right? Well, yeah. And, and two things on that, if I may. The first is you talk about the power. You're right. The voters have given the Republicans power. And with that power, a few months ago, the Republicans took away the ability to have local August elections. I mean, we can take a look at Secretary LaRose's testimony, some other lawmakers' testimony on how 
Um, they, in essence, say it went against the democratic process. There was such low turnout. Uh, money wasn't a wise uh, use of funds. Well, now those same Republicans are coming back to pass a law to say we need a statewide election this August that's going to cost $20 million. Mm-hmm. So apparently their position has changed in a few months, that it isn't a waste of money, and it is Democratic to have August elections when roughly 8% of the electorate will participate. And that's something the American Policy Roundtable has advocated for, is constitutional amendment um, votes of the people should only take place in the fall of even-numbered years. But I digress and move on. Um, yes. In what you mentioned and highlighted for something that we may not see coming, I will refer to the Ohio Constitution. In 2011, Ohioans passed a Ohio Health Care Freedom Amendment. Mm-hmm. If you remember, around the country, states were passing amendments in response to Obamacare. And the way it reads in the Ohio Constitution, no federal, state, or local law or rules um, – shall prohibit the purchase or sale of health care. No federal, state, or local law or rule shall prohibit the purchase or sale of health care. Two things on that. One, the abortion industry is already using that line from the Ohio Constitution in their argument to try and get the heartbeat bill overturned. Mm-hmm. Okay, they're using it there, number one. Number two, you will hear it being used, I'm sure, shortly because they're talking about it behind the scenes and asking questions. We've talked about legislation around the country. States are talking about legislation when it comes to care for minors that want to um, change genders, puberty blockers, so many other things we've talked about. I mean, to us, I mean, that's, I, I just can't imagine or fathom someone under 18 years old going through those horrific things. Well, the Ohio Constitution says no federal, state, or local law rule shall prohibit the purchase or sale of health care. So my question becomes, if that's what the Ohio Constitution says, and there's no age parameters in it, how can you prohibit a parent or someone from purchasing that health care that they want, number one? And number two, if you change it so that they need 60% for a constitutional amendment, that means you need 60% of the vote to get that language out of the Constitution. Okay. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I, the fear again is, and we're talking with Rob Walgate, American Policy Roundtable. You can find out more at aproundtable.org. Listen to their podcasts. They're a very good public policy organization, and they have a great deal of credibility. They've been on all the major news channels out there, and that's why we have Rob on the show. So we don't want to do uh, something unintentionally or unwisely, uh, I don't want to do, I'll speak for myself, that helps the left, certainly that doesn't Certainly don't want to do anything that helps the left further the uh, mutilation of children via surgery or um, fouls their uh, chemical makeup, their biological makeup with uh, gender, you know, hormones and things like that. So what's the best way to attack this, Rob? Just leave it to uh, for people who want to protect life in the state of Ohio is the best way to just hope we get this injunction from the Hamilton County judge overturned so we can get back to the heartbeat bill? Is it to trust the electorate of the state of Ohio that if the standard to amend the Constitution is 51%, that pro-abortion advocates will never get there? And what, would your, uh, what would your insight on that be? 
Well, a couple things. One, I mean, we have to fight in the courts, obviously, because that's where it is and that's where the others are. So we have to do that. But we have to be proactive as well. And I think we have to take a look at that constitutional language and ask ourselves, what, what, does, that, what does that mean? What does that look like? How can that be amended um, so that we can protect people under the age of 18, so we can protect those that maybe are going through a time in their life that they don't understand. And, um, you know, there's a reason that you have to be 18 or 21 to buy um, tobacco products and alcohol. And there's a reason you can't rent a hotel room until I believe you're, what, 25. Um, They don't trust you on some of the decisions that you're going to make or rent a car. So the thought that we're going to allow these young people to make these decisions, um, that's very concerning. But when you look at the Ohio Constitution and that language is there, I think we have to ask the question, is the left going to use that as a way to forward their agenda? So my, uh, you know, my question that I've asked some state reps and state senators is, hey, that, that language, it says you can't prohibit the purchase or sale of health care. What does that look like? Now, many of them say, well, abortion's not health care, and we're going to argue that in the courts. Great. Argue in the courts, and I pray, we, I pray you win um, that abortion isn't health care. But are you going to be able to win on the trans issue when it comes to the surgeries that are being done to young people? Is that not health care? We didn't define health care in the language when this was passed. So we have an issue there. So I want to know what the legal argument is. And I don't what I don't want to see is people try and push the envelope, get to this 60 percent threshold, which we've been against from the beginning. And then after you get to the 60 percent threshold, go, oh, boy. We messed up, yeah. And the only way to get out of this is to have sixty percent overturn our mess up. Because getting sixty percent in a statewide vote, no matter what you're doing, is no easy task. Rob Walgate, APRoundtable.org, the website at American Policy Roundtable. We got about a minute left. I'll end with this. To me, these are leadership issues, and I honestly, Rob, have no idea what Mike Dewine does on a daily basis. I see other governors doing things. Uh, the leadership. In Ohio, with a supermajority, ought to be easy for a Republican governor. Uh, but I don't know. Am I too hard on the governor when I wonder what the heck is he doing every day? Well, I, I think you have to look at leadership at the state house as well and ask them what are they sending him to True. do and decide. I'm a little shocked that he's going to sign a. Uh, he said he'd sign a bill that would allow a statewide August election when he signed one that took away those same elections a few months ago. I'm left scratching my head at what. Um, is happening. We know the dysfunctionality of the Republican caucus in the Ohio House of Representatives. If they could have a YouTube channel and film caucus meetings of all the Republicans, I think the views would be amazing. They could sell advertisements and make a lot of money because of the arguments, disagreements, and the happenings that happen behind closed doors. I think it would shock all of us. And it probably would make many of us want to campaign in our own districts to get new people down there. Yeah, well, I hope a lot of those... uh Republicans who uh, sided with uh, Jason Stevens as speaker will be primaried. Uh, That's my view, not necessarily yours. But I do appreciate your perspective and showing us that we have to be careful with what we do at the Statehouse on this amendment. Always great to have you on, Rob Walgate, aproundtable.org. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Bruce. Appreciate it. Hunter Biden. In an Arkansas court uh, today, or at least uh, scheduled to be in an Arkansas court today, uh, because uh, he has a child by a stripper, and she lives in Arkansas. And Hunter Biden 
even though it has been proven by a DNA test that he is the father, uh, refuses to pay child support. Uh, Joe Biden refuses to acknowledge the child as one of his grandchildren. Uh, He has never held the child. He has never acknowledged the child. So I know, shocker, right? A person of uh, questionable morals and ethics like Hunter Biden, who films himself uh, doing crack, uh, who lied on a federal gun application form, doesn't pay child support, doesn't take responsibility for his actions. The thought last week was that Hunter Biden was spending a lot of time at the White House because it was difficult for process servers in the lawsuit about his failed child support payments for this daughter. Couldn't get to him in the White House. Uh, This seems to be kind of a dumb move on the part of Hunter Biden and his attorneys. Now, I grant you, being dumb is not something that eludes Hunter Biden very often. I cite as evidence the fact that he had a bunch of incriminating business and personal information on a laptop computer, took the laptop to a random Delaware repair shop, and then forgot it. It thus became the property of the laptop repair shop owner, who then copied the hard drive and gave it to Rudy Giuliani, Miranda Devine, and others. That's Exhibit A in the Hunter Biden, not the smartest tack in the box. Then, of course, the mainstream media and all others tried to silence the laptop, and they disparaged the laptop, and we got 51 former intelligence officials to sign a letter saying the laptop was not real. We'll get back to those 51 in a moment, where that letter originated from, who was on that case. But then do you remember that once... Hunter Biden started to see how much damage the laptop was doing to him. He sued the repair shop owner for giving the hard drive off his laptop to Rudy Giuliano, Miranda Devine, and others. Thus confirming, whoops, that the laptop was indeed his. See, if you sue someone for doing something With your property, you, in this case, unwittingly confirm that the laptop you said was not yours and that the 51 intelligence officers said was Russian disinformation was, in fact, yours. So, again, Hunter Biden, not the sharpest tack in the box. So he's in court today, and it strikes me, and I'm not a lawyer, I don't even try to play one on the air, Didn't I read a bunch of headlines about Hunter Biden's paintings for at least a brief period in time fetching astronomical sums of money? I got to assume that Hunter has banked some of the Chinese millions that Tony Bobulinski testifies that he received. Wouldn't it just be easier to pay this kid and this kid's mom off in Arkansas so that you end this drama before it makes national news, which it certainly has already today on Fox. I'm not sure about other mainstream media outlets, likely not. But still, you could have made this go away pretty easily, I would think. Now, again, 
I say I'm not a lawyer. I don't play one on the radio. But Andy McCarthy is a lawyer, and he agrees with me. Just a fraction of the money that they got from apparatchiks of the of the Chinese Communist Party, uh, just a fraction of the money that he spent on uh, you know his various entertainments could probably <laughs> have settled this. So even if they don't have a conscience about this uh, little girl who was completely innocent in this whole escapade. Um, even if they didn't have a conscience about it, you would think it would be in their interest to make this go away because a lot of the evidence that already exists in connection with Hunter Biden's tax problems that were the main uh, thrust of the, at least the beginning of the Justice Department investigation, a lot of that is generated by litigation over his divorce from, from his wife. Uh, and the financial information that came out of that whole litigation. So they know they're playing with fire here. It's very hard to understand. I love Andy McCarthy's understated euphemism. His various forms of entertainment. Yeah, snorting coke off a stripper's belly, I don't think has ever been referred to as his various forms of entertainment. So kudos on that, Andy McCarthy. Now, as for that letter by the 51 former national intelligence officers that Joe Biden said uh, impugned the veracity of what was on the Hunter Biden laptop. And that was necessary because there was a presidential debate and an October surprise could have tilted the election to Donald Trump. As for that letter, uh, last week we learned that the guy behind the letter was former acting CIA director Michael Morell. But he didn't just do this on his own accord. No, he got a phone call. And the phone call came from a guy by the name of Anthony Blinken. You say, wait a minute, our Secretary of State is a guy named Anthony Blinken. Yes. Remarkable coincidence, isn't it? Now, Anthony Blinken is not like, it's not a name like John Smith. No, there are not hundreds of thousands of Anthony Blinkens out there. It is one and the same Anthony Blinken. Now, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Hmm. Joe Biden running for president. Anthony Blinken works at the Biden Center for Chinese Money Laundering, where Joe Biden left classified documents. Joe Biden scans the headlines in the newspaper and sees that his derelict son has left a laptop with lots of incriminating video and text messages and bank records on it at a laptop repair shop. It's DEFCON 1 to disparage this laptop information, Joe Biden needs somebody to come to his aid, and he calls Anthony Blinken, and Anthony Blinken reaches out to Michael Morell, and presto, Changeo, we have a letter from 51 former intelligence officers saying it's all Russian disinformation. So I've heard all that. What's the news? The news is Blinken has apparently been on record testifying behind closed doors to the Senate committee investigating all this, and he denied that he ever had any contact with Hunter Biden about the laptop, which it certainly appears is not true. So Anthony Blinken could be in some seriously hot water. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.